Previously on Finish It, The Cave of Time. You see a figure approaching, a girl wearing blue jeans and a red sweater and carrying a backpack. What? She tells you that her name is Louisa. What? Ah, you are a shrewd one, the old man says. Well, I'll show you one other time, and if you don't like it, just say so. Sure. And I'll return you to your own time if there is time to do so. This guy is so accommodating. You follow his direction, walk through the tunnel, and come out onto a city street. Instantly, you realize there is a war going on. (gasps) Bombs and rockets are exploding all around you. You cry out to the old man, asking to be returned to the cave of time. But there is no time left. The end. All right, so I take it back. Yeah, he's not that nice a dude. Hello, I'm Matt Ewell. Here comes the party bus. Here comes the party bus. I'm Chris Ewell. Welcome to Finish It. A completionist choose your own adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, every box of podcast O's comes with a free toy for a baby. Yeah, so sign up for your podcast box immediately if you have a baby and you want a free toy for it. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing okay. Do you remember back when we were little and we, we would like... You'd order a Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe action figure, and you'd have to wait for, like, three months to get it. I forgot about that. You said, like, every day for three months, you would check the mail, and then finally you get Sergeant Slaughter, and you would have forgotten who Sergeant Slaughter was and what G.I. Joe was by then. I completely forgot about But that was specifically for a Sergeant Slaughter, right? Did we do that for other things? I think we did for somebody else. I have a feeling like, remember there was the emperor from the G.I. Joe movie who was a snake man emperor yeah, and he had yeah. a flying around thing that he got on top of yeah, and stood yeah. there. Was that a I feel thing? like we I feel like we ordered that one too. Oh man. But I remember just, waiting for way, Sergeant Slaughter. Get on the waiting list to mail order your podcast O's and we'll, you will receive them. I held that action figure in really, in really high regard too. It was... Yeah, and that it must be just because we waited for for months for it because it's just a guy in a tank top with a weird hat, <laughs> like it's not. Well, Sergeant nothing. Sergeant Slaughter was very cool, so there's already that, and he was uh, a man in real life, and he was a cartoon man. We might have to go to the tapes for that one. There I are many tapes remember. of Sergeant Slaughter being Sergeant Slaughter, and all of them are very good because he had a head of he had a thumb shaped face and the body of a. <laughs> gorilla and the strength of a thousand lions and the courage of a dozen dukes a dozen dukes yeah and you know how brave duke was duke, duke was very very brave yeah no I, I know all right well i'll take that testament <laughs> as testament um <laughs> this is my testi- was- testimonial today how was your read today matt did you have a, a terrifying definitely Definitely at a place now in this book that, where I'm very frightened to repeat a story. Oh, I, I feel like we've we're getting close to have kind of gone down most of the paths, and we just have to repeat and not. We have to find the branches. Yeah, not the twigs. And I, I was, not even branches. The twigs. The twigs. Yeah, the little twiggy things where you see Sprouts. a squirrel on it, and you're like, "That squirrel's in trouble." And yeah, you can see the squirrel's squirrel? face, and that squirrel's like, "I'm in trouble." And he's like, "I'm just a boy, King Arthur. What am I doing up here?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a and Merlin's like drunk. What was Merlin up to? What was he's like? I gotta find a cute lady squirrel. Hold up, kid. You're Merlin, like, Merlin. Was just, <laughs> Merlin was trying to destroy Arthur. I think that was very clear in that movie. 
Oh, yeah, I guess that's probably true. He's trying to put him in a position where he would be destroyed. Because yeah. Merlin was actually Morgdar. I can never name, remember the name of the bad guy in that <laughs> story. Mortimus. Uh, Morgul. Meow. Me, Mr. Meow. <laughs> Mr. Meow. That's Mr. right. It's Mr. Meow. I remember now yeah. that wasn't not King it. Arthur and his nemesis, Mr. Meows. Um, okay, well, let me give you a tease about my adventure. Um, oh, wait, I'll give you a tease about mine real quick since okay. I started talking about it, but then I didn't finish. And the tease is I'm not going to tell you whether or not I got the an ending we've already gotten. Oh, that's a big tease. Okay, my tease is old friends, new friends. <laughs> that's my tease. <laughs> but before we get into that, it's time for everybody's uh, favorite segment, Time Travel Today. Hey. Song for me, Matt. All right, time to play the song for you. Time travel today. It's time for time travel today. It's time for time travel today. Welcome back to time travel today, everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about uh, breaking news <laughs> updates in uh, t- what are you laughing about? It's a good song, man. I really enjoyed that song. We've heard it a million times. It's one of our classic segments. Um, of course. So we talk. Where of course we talk about uh, news in time travel because you know we're reading a book about time travel. So that's right. We want to keep our audience informed. About I honestly could news. not figure out the connection to time travel for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Where's time travel coming from?" But it's a good point. That's the whole point of the book. I forgot. I, I would forgot. argue it's a slightly stronger connection than than international holidays. You might be right about that. But I have no regrets. All right. This is breaking exciting news. Um, <laughs> there's new news every day about time travel because it's, <laughs> it's not something that we're necessarily capable of yet, but science advances so fast every day. So this is, I'll just give you the quick headline. Yeah. Man who claims he's from the future passes lie detector test with flying colors. That's the headline. And that's from news.com.au. So you know that they mean it. <laughs> um, and this is a, a man who says he's from the year 6491. Wow. And has come back in time. And he still looks like a dude, just like a regular guy. They don't have a listen picture to, of him, do they? Listen to this first sentence, because there's a little... They, you're right, He's blur, he is blurred out. His face is blurred out. He's just a regular guy in a hoodie with his face, face blurred out. And he's being interviewed by a guy in a hoodie with his face blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the person doing the lie detector <laughs> test, which feels suspicious, but it's probably just good practices best practices i don't know I don't, about that okay. i don't know how lie detectors work but it's probably supposed to be like mm. all anonymous <laughs> a man named jame oliver jame <laughs> j-a-m-e <laughs> jame oliver is from 6491 do you remember in silence of the lambs that's um the serial color they have is don't, don't they have his name spelled jame instead of james or something or like there's a okay it doesn't matter i'm just saying <laughs> this is remember. the serial killer from it might be. There's a little wrinkle. There's this uh, uh, unexpected wrinkle in the very first sentence of this story. Nice. A man claiming to be a time traveler from another planet has allegedly <laughs> passed a lie detector test. So the man, Jay Oliver, says he's from the year 6491, agreed to answer a series of questions posed by paranormal YouTube channel Apex TV, um, who I'm assuming has all the right credentials sure. for performing lie detector tests. <laughs> <laughs> and some of these questions will blow your mind. First of all, okay. the guy is from another planet in another time yeah. period, but has a British accent. Interesting. Like, is that a fake British accent, or is that his actual 
Do they address it? Do they ask him the question? He did not answer that, or he didn't. They do not address it. But there's some Come interesting, uh, interesting things. Uh, okay. When asked where his time machine is, he responds, yeah. "I can't tell you that." Mm, that's fair. Maybe he's trying to protect himself. That I understand. And he goes on to say that <laughs> while he's from the year 6491, his years are different to our years because oh. the, his home planet is further from the sun than Earth is. But we have gifted mathematicians working day and night to calculate the relationship between our years and the years of various different planets. He's talking about his ma- mathematicians from his planet are working on that. Yeah, but he, apparently on, on, their planet where on their planet where they've invented time travel, they also have especially gifted mathematicians who can calculate the difference in the length of years on different planets. So that's interesting. Not, that's to, be intriguing. Like, not to be like a backseat time traveler or something, but I would say... Get the math down to figure out how time works on other planets and then travel to it. Also, why is he, did he explain why he went to a different planet through time? Does he even know if well, it's a different step time? Step by step, step by step here. He does have some good, some very prescient thoughts. He says that global warming is going to become a big issue for us. Nice. Which I think is a really good, war, like a really useful Warning, because I don't think anybody is seeing that coming. Yeah, thanks, James. <clears throat> so thanks for that, James. They also asked if he's met, and he said he's met numerous aliens. He says, I have personal relationships with a few of them. I have friends I'd consider aliens, which Aren't is something, we? It, so, <laughs> it sounds like something that you would say if you were, <laughs> if someone is calling you an alien racist. They are a nice yeah, lot. Yeah, or they like are. if uh, if okay. you are an alien and but you just know that you're better than all other aliens. You're whatever right. kind of alien you are, supremacist. Yeah, my closest like friend cool is from another it. galaxy. He says. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did ask who future U.S. presidents would be, and he said there are restrictions as to what he can say. He says I can't disclose that with you. Sorry, it creates too big of a ripple to share that information. So he is worried about time ripples, which I think is the the scientific phrase. But on the bright side, he wasn't like, oh, you're on your last one. You don't get more presidents after this one. <laughs> He's the well, last I think you've dude. had them all at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you got now? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I Wait, can't say it. But, mm. You got the whole list. <laughs> um, and he... Uh, Why would a guy the- from another planet even know what U.S. presidents are? Well, I think, they, I think the idea is that they study other... Other planets, and I think he is still human, but like humans are living on a different planet in sixty four ninety one. British humans. And in the final question in Australian was, news. what does he miss most about the future? And he says, "My family and friends." <sighs> that that's a terrible, terrible article. Um, and another <laughs> quote apparently is that he claims that space is ruled by a federation, which ensures peace. He says there have been some conflicts, but most of it has been put under control by the Federation very quickly. The Federation is there as a peacekeeping vessel. So that's fascinating information about our future. And they don't ask him if his name is like from the future and that they don't use S on the ends of names or something. I think that's just an assumption. I don't think you need to ask that. I think that's yeah, clearly that's the situation. There's certain rude. things that you probably have like, okay, you got James got 15 minutes for you. All right, then we got to bring the next person in. So. Make it snappy. <laughs> right. It's the news. It's always happening. All right. All right, great. Should we go on an adventure? <laughs> is there something, is there a punishment or something that happens if we repeat an ending? No, is I, there last a time you said that we get a pizza party if we, oh, no, wait, that's if we both do exactly the same, the same. ending. I think on the, the same punishment day. is inherent in that it means we got to read it a whole nother time. 
Every yeah, but time if you we, do it and I didn't. Like you know, maybe like you gotta do ten push ups. <laughs> <laughs> no no no, we can't. We don't want to hurt each other. It's that thing where like if one person makes a screw up, the other person is punished to make the other person really hate the the first person. Right, 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 right. So if like I get I can see how this could go terribly wrong very quickly, actually. Well, that's kind of the premise of the podcast, though, so let's dive in. So you've hiked through Snake Canyon once before while visiting your Uncle Howard at Red Creek Ranch. But you never noticed any cave entrance. It looks as though a recent rock slide has uncovered it. I was... This picture, I used to not like it, the picture of the cave that's on the front page. Yeah. But now it feels... I kind of like it because there's nothing... There's no characters. There's no animals nothing that really draws there's the a lizard it just feels like there's a lizard but it's small there's one it's animal. just it feels like it's just a completely black cave opening and i feel like it feels like potential to me it feels I like, like that, anything could uh, be inside of here yeah like these lines and it makes me feel these kind of artistic shading lines that go way outside of the boundaries of the cave yeah. so like let you know that like this is a classy publication this is not like this is it's not just going to be pictures of a cave. It's going to be there's going to be some uh, artistic expression within that beyond just a, a, a real life uh, study drawing of a cave. It's going to the darkness is almost leaping out from the. Well, I don't know how to interpret it. But. Yeah, there's artistic integrity, and I think that idea is reinforced on the very next page when they use the same image <laughs> at thirty percent scale. <laughs> so, and also this time the cave being inside the cave on this first and second page here. And then uh, you feel a bit nervous being alone in such a strange place, so you turn and hurry out. Yeah, that was actually really bothering me this time because that's not a choice. (laughs) Right. And you know the cave is different every time you go in and out of it. Yeah. So I really like... Part of me really wants to know what would happen if you kept going in at that point. Oh, wow. It actually bothers me that that's not a choice there. But... I'm just going to have to live with that. Yeah. We have spent the rest of your life thinking about that. (laughs) So it's all weird outside. Do you decide to start back home or do you decide to wait in the cave? I chose to wait. I also chose to wait. What boy? We will have some company. Good for us. Off to the page with the tiny cave. Page with the tiny cave. Page five. All right. So it gets cold. That's what it says. It gets cold. It gets cold. It is one sentence on page five. It's the morning it's cold. and it's cold. Do you seek do you shelter seek or shelter? do you brave the wind to see more of the world around you? What did you do here? I, I brave the wind. Really? I decided to seek shelter. I decided Whoa. I would. I, do you want to know what my MO was here? Yeah. Absolute panic. <laughs> I had no idea what would be a good way to go <laughs> at this point. I knew it was the... I knew this was going to get me splashy. They have this, they got this stutter step here in, in page three, four, five, where it is. Yeah. If you, if you choose to on page three, if you go back home, yeah. you pick four. And if you wait, you pick five. Yeah. And both those pages, four and five, they're opposite each other. There's four different Both four options. and five are like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like yeah. this, it's this half step that just throws eight options into the mix that really yeah. wrecks one's ability to remember how to do anything. So yeah, I was going to say, you were going to talk clever. about, yeah, it is. And when you were going to talk about your MO, I was going to talk about mine, but you took mine. I was, <laughs> I was sweating. I was like, Oh, I didn't know what to pick. Cause I was like, I'm going to definitely repeat something. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So we're definitely uh, in panic zone because I think you're right. We're actually getting to a point where we've done a lot of this book. Yeah. So we're in the danger zone. It's going to yes. get twiggy. What's it called? Sudden death, except it's going to go on for a really long time. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Just for years. All right. So I, <laughs> let me do my, I'll go ahead and do my story because I think it's, um, yours sounds a little more interesting. Did you get splashy? I did not. No, you. No. So I, I, you broke the I wind. Bro- right, I right, broke right. the freezing wind. All right. Which takes me to page 16, page 16. I'm walking along a rocky ridge. Mm, uh, so rocky. Very, very cold. I got to find a house or a cabin, people, or I'm mm-hmm. going to die. Mm. Then I fall into a deep crevasse. Mm. Uh, blackout, you wake up and it's warmer. Uh, and you can see you're back in the back in the cave of time. And you can see there's a passageway right. to the right and to the left, not up and right and down and left. Not up and right and left. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. This left is, or right. There's actually something really clever going on here, where there's multiple choices that feel yeah very similar to another choice page. Yeah, because so hides the, <laughs> the paths. <laughs> the other page that is like up and to the left and down to the right. It's like you feel like going up might take you to the future. Going down might take yeah, you to the past. Yeah, yeah. This page is just left and right, and the last sentence is: Does one lead to the future and one to the past? So what did you do? So yeah, I I I chose to go left. I, remember I what, took the okay. left hand passageway. You were flying blind, right? You didn't yep. remember either of these. Did flying you? blind, very very scared, very unhappy. <laughs> Well, I imagine if you were flying an airplane blind, you would be very, very scared. <laughs> Unless exactly. you were a blind person who was a trained pilot and did it all the time. Yeah, and hey, congratulations, you. Yeah, if that person is listening, pay attention to what you're doing. You need to be flying a plane. <laughs> yeah, turn this off. <laughs> all right, so the left one takes me up to the surface. Before me, a grassy meadow slopes down to a clear, fast-flowing stream. I might be in Wyoming oh, in my no. own time. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> I is noticed this, I heard a buffalo. <laughs> It's possible it's hundreds or thousands of years ago. One of the puffy white cumulus clouds is moving in a strange fashion. It is descending. A spaceship is landing right before my eyes. Only a few hundred yards away. Cloud spaceship is back. So now I'm like sweating hard. And I'm like, okay. Can I tell you something about the cloud spaceship? Yes, please. Whenever we do this, which is a lot. Uh, the, I always picture the cloud spaceship with like a big smiley face on it, like in a picture of a drawing of a cloud at a kindergarten or something. I don't know why. The like I know it's not there. The spaceship's not like a cloud-shaped spaceship, though, right? It's just like in some clouds. The clouds are kind of moving. You think it's no, just I'm a spaceship sure. that straight up looks like a cloud? I'm pretty sure it's like made out of metal, but the metal it is, is, you know, shaped like a spaceship like a really cartoony metal it's all the metal is bent yeah it, it says one of the puffy white cumulus clouds is moving in strange fashion so it's straight I, i'm gonna say it's not made out of metal it is shaped I think exactly it's metal. like a cloud but it's soft and squishy to the touch i think it's metal with rivets it's okay. all been painted white there's some of the paint is rub- rubbing <laughs> off in some spots and there's a big smiley face on it painted on there Wow. And it looks like a cloud until you see it, and then it really doesn't look like a cloud. Yeah, until you realize the clouds don't have smiley faces on them, <laughs> at which point. And they don't, they aren't belching black smoke. There's not orphans scrabbling around on the outside of it, like shooing away birds and wiping off sky barnacles. Shoveling coal. Yeah. All right, so my options here are to hide from the cloud spaceship or to okay. go up to the cloud spaceship. So I was like, I'm going up to the cloud spaceship. How are you feeling right now about Terrified, this? Terrified, really bad. I was like, oh, no, it's happening. 
I'm 100% sure we did both of those options. Yeah, we definitely did. So I picked the one that I don't oh think gosh. I had done before. So I cautiously oh. approached the spaceship. I'm sweating. Um, it's resting a foot or so above the ground. No engines, exhausts, portholes, landing gear, antenna, nothing. So it must be the product of a supremely advanced civilization. So obviously I trust that such people have learned to be loving towards others and approach the ship. A lot of assumptions. <laughs> so the, a door opens. And then a pallet, a cube comes out and it leaves a pallet with three men and three women dressed in shrouds of animal skin and they're fast asleep and they're like the earliest people on earth. And my impulse is to jump on the spaceship before the portal closes. So do I jump or do I not? I did not. I did not jump. We haven't done that, have we? Where does it take you? You're about to find out. Oh my gosh. New page. Much as you would like to see the inside of the alien ship, you have no desire to be whisked off into space. You step back mm. to what you hope is a safe distance and watch what happens. In a moment, the portal closes, and almost instantly the ship rises silently straight up. Within a few minutes, it is lost from view. You walk over to look more closely at the primitive-looking people sleeping no, on the pallet. Done this. They begin to stir no. and stretch and rub their eyes, as if waking okay. from a long sleep. Uh, have we? I don't remember. Me no, we haven't. You proclaim, I am your God. <laughs> Awake and serve me. You, you, so your options are to stay and try to make friends with the primitive people or return what? and try to find the cave of time again. So I decided to stay and try to make friends. Oh, that's too, That's a new option page. That's right. That's correct. Oh, wow. That was, was nerve wracking. It was really scary, but here we are. The people look around curiously. They hardly seem to notice your presence. One by one, they get up and walk around. One of them drinks from the stream. They make grunting and clicking noises, but not seem to actually be talking among themselves. The largest of the group picks up a stick from the ground and begins prying up the roots of plants along the edge of the stream. He bites at each one. Finally, he smiles and passes the root around to others. One woman claps her hands. The others begin to find sticks. One of the men hands you a piece of root. You bite at it. You bite at it. You bite at it. It tastes like a dirty carrot. The women smile at you. You are accepted in the group. The next wow, morning... nice biting. They yeah, bit, right? You must have bit really well. You must have done it just right. She's like, yeah, don't bite it. Bite at it. Just bite <laughs> at it once or twice. <laughs> bite towards it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> are you biting at me? I the love next it. morning you wake up. She's like, it would taste less like a dirty carrot if you wash it off in the stream, but you do what you're going to do. <laughs> And enjoy your dirty character. She's like, you're going to be the dirty one. <laughs> He's the root grabber. Yeah. <laughs> We're the stick finders, and you're the dirty one. You're, you're the dirt mouth. A society next, is formed. There, this is going to blow your mind. The next morning, you wake up in the soft, mossy... All right, this sentence. The next morning, you wake up in the soft, mossy bank in Snake Cavern, a few dozen yards from the entrance to the cave... Wondering how much of what has been happening to you has been a dream and how much has been reality. But you have That's... no desire to go into the cave of time again. The end. <laughs> well, you're just not in it? You're just back? Yeah, you just wake up and you're, you just, you're not even in the cave. You're in, you're in Snake Cavern in the soft mossy bank that I guess we're supposed to have been familiar with before this part of the book. I'm sorry, just... not to... Be a be a, be a guy, but um, does it say Snake Cavern or Snake Canyon? <laughs> no, I want to know if they got it wrong or if you got it wrong. Did they I'm get it wrong? Give you, I'm going to give wrong? you photographic evidence. It says Snake Cavern. <laughs> snake Cavern is not 
what it said in the beginning of the book. <laughs> it says Snake Canyon. And do you know how I know that, Matt? How's that? Because I, re- I read it 14 times. <laughs> I read this out loud more than once, and I didn't realize I was saying cavern and not canyon. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so that's so the first time the you've just been automatically sent back. Okay, what's the question? The question is, is this a mistake? Did they mean to say canyon? Or have you been put to a different timeline where within Snake Canyon is another cave-like thing called Snake Cavern? Or mm-hmm. is it a whole new thing called Snake Cavern? Because in that earth, there is no Snake Canyon. It did develop as a canyon. It developed as a cavern. I think that's what it is. I think whatever you did, whatever the newt, the, um, the root that you bit at, yeah, for whatever reason, you doing that changed the flow of time so that, yeah, this whole area developed more as a cavern than a canyon. So it was named Snake Cavern instead of Snake Canyon. But since you're back in this time, you have the memories of this timeline and you don't remember Snake Canyon. You just remember it as Snake Cavern. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think that's clear. Yeah. I mean, otherwise it's just, uh, it's just wrong. And I doubt that, uh, otherwise it's just a nonsense, goofy book. Uh, that's pretty yeah odd. Yeah. But there was another choice, too. Yes, there was. With the people. Okay, so yep. that opens up another another little tiny shoot, another little tiny leaf. Yep, another, another twig on that branch to cling like to, climbing, terrified. It's like it's an oak tree, <laughs> and we have to pick every leaf with our fingers. That was the first time that you were sent back without going into any sort of opening. Uh, yeah, I think. I think so, right? And I think when you say sent back, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it's the spaceship sending people around, putting them to sleep and putting them places, right? Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we read, we it did mention you had the, uh, the your character had the thought that, oh, maybe these people created the Cave of Time. Right, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess they did. And they jammy. So they'd... do we know who these primitive peoples are? Because my first take on the read when we, I first experienced them was, oh, this is the first people ever. Right. They were put here by aliens, but that's that seems wrong. Yeah, they already know about getting carrots. So. Somebody must have taught them that. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Maybe they pick primitive people up. They take them up to primitive person school. Teach them how to bite different roots. Bite at different things. How to yeah. wave sticks around. Yeah. How to splash in a stream. That's right. And then they put them back. Yeah, you know, they're, I don't know, I think us trying to figure out why why these aliens did what they did uh, <laughs> is a fool's, a fool's errand. Well, if we don't find out by the time we've read every page of this book, yeah. it's a question that's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> you want to hear my exciting experience? Yeah, how about, let's take a little break from all this tension. You want to play a little quiz? Let's play a quiz, man. Uh, we got to play the song, I guess. You don't have it, do you? Well, you should play it so that you can sing it. Well, I don't really want to... I think you should sing it this time. Okay. Um, how does it go again? You can make up your own words, I think. I don't think it has to yeah, always I be think, the same words. I think I remember. I think I remember how you did it. Uh-oh. I feel like a goof is being set up. No, no, no. I'm just trying to remember. I'm we trying could, to keep some consistency so that it sounds the... Um, or we're going to get goofed. The same. So, let's see here. It is... I just want to make sure to really match the way that you do it so yeah. people don't get confused. Yeah, and, you know, I've never heard... I, I've only heard recordings of myself. I'm, like, I don't really... 
I've heard an interpretation of. Okay. Of me. You know what? I actually, I just, I just went back and I listened to an earlier episode so that I can match the way that you do it so that it doesn't throw people off. It's a long walk. Um, just, just to do it the right way. Yeah, no, of course. The real way and not so that people don't think it's some sort of goof. Okay. Okay. So here is me doing the jingle for the quiz show and making it sound as much like Matt as possible. (laughs) <laughs> while I play it. It's a quiz show and I'm a big dork with funny pants. Boop, boop, boop. I think that's pretty much on point. That was fine. That was good. Was that, did that sound about right? I think it was worth the four minutes of setup that we did just then. <laughs> <laughs> it peaked a couple times, but again, I think it was worth it. Okay, good. All right, what you got All for right. me? Oh, wait. Is it your turn or my turn? It's my turn to do the quiz. Oh, you can relax. Oh, goodness. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. This week we're doing... Uh, it's, it's not related to anything. It was just an idea. Choose no, your own adventure. Wait, wait, wait. Let's take the quiz up a notch. I'm going to guess what it is. Oh, I love it. Okay. Choose your own adventure or... You get three guesses. Choose your own adventure or... Name of a safari company. No. I'm going to write all these okay. down and use them in the future. Okay. <laughs> Choose your own adventure or... Childhood memory. <laughs> Choose your own adventure or... Color. Nope, I'm sorry. In fact, it's Choose your own adventure or Harry Potter fan fiction. Ooh, I should be good at this one. So this is a title of a Harry Potter fan fiction that I found on www.fanfiction.net slash book slash Harry dash Potter. Oh, wonderful. Can you send me that link later? Yeah, I will. A lot of the, I'll read some of the what descriptions if, if wait, you're interested. Wait, 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 stop. Okay. What if you sent me <laughs> before midnight? What do you mean? Because I said, can you send me that link later? Link later. Oh, no, I guess I get it. That was rough. Do you get it? That was a, that was a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Before midnight, was that even? What was the? That was really one of the names of the movies. I thought it was like before I'm gonna go with sunrise yes. or something. No, it's midnight. Because the vampires. <laughs> remember the vampires came in. Hey, and they were me. like, "Oh, you gotta drive this bus and don't drive under, under sixty miles, or it'll turn into vampire night." Before forever. midnight. <laughs> yeah, but they have to stop before midnight. <laughs> there was a before midnight. That was the that was the 2013 one. So you crushed it. Yeah. The most popular, the most popular, one. best known. Richard Linklater's most successful and well-known <laughs> film, just to make the goof more effective. Oh, just off. Okay, you ready? Choose your adventure or Harry Potter fan fiction. Forest yes. of Fear. That's Harry Potter fan fiction. Incorrect. That's number fifty-four. Choose your own adventure. No, nothing. I bet it's both. Okay. Nothing but time. That sounds like fan fiction because it sounds like it could lead to some romance. It is. that That's a fan fiction by Sheba Life. Sirius gives Harry an important gift. That's all you get. I'm glad that I'm getting a little bit of a... Yeah, a little flavor. A little that flavor. That makes me happy. Unexpected okay. Adventure. That's going to be a Harry Potter fanfic. Correct. By Shadow yes. X of X Darkness. Tiffany never Shadow expected that a trip to London would end up as her becoming a cat. She also didn't expect to end up under a bench at some random castle thanks to the woman who turned her into a cat. So that one sounds good. <laughs> the, the 
the one that gets me hooked is the fact that she ends up under a bench. I'm like, wait, what bench? Yeah. Where? Where? What's it like under the bench? How big is the space under the bench? Is there anything else under the bench? Yeah. Makes me want to read it. <laughs> the Trumpet of Terror. Ooh. I feel like there's a lot of artifacts and goofy magic things in Harry Potter, which I love. So I think it's a Harry Potter fanfic. Incorrect. That's Choose Your Own Adventure number Dang, 55. Number 55. Tr- the Trumpet of Terror. Second Chances. I feel like that is not a Choose Your Own Adventure book because it goes against the Choose Your Own Adventure ethos. <laughs> oh, man, you got me. Good good use of logic. That is a Harry Potter fan fiction by Paula Ozog. Hermione faces the reality of raising a child alone after a one-night stand with one of her favorite people. If only Creature hadn't interfered, things might have been so different. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. It sounds good, okay. right? Mike, you want to read it? I started That's reading that one, and here's a spoiler, but it's only a spoiler because it's like from the first couple of paragraphs. Uh, Ron leaves her. Was the, was the one-night stand with Creature? <laughs> no, it wasn't with Creature. Creature did something to mess language. It up. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying he wasn't in the room. I'm saying that he it wasn't. I don't. It says she had a one night stand with one of her favorite people. Creature's not one of her favorite people. I was about to put that on blast, but I feel like if a movie came out about that, I'd be like, "What a great idea for a movie about the magical world." <laughs> Just get yeah. a really gritty person day life day in the life. Okay. Yeah. What's next? Grave robbers. That's a choose your own. Yeah, dark, right? 103. Grave robbers. How okay. <laughs> what what choices are you making? It sounds terrible. How much how many how much legs does that have? I guess you could start with which grave you rob. It's like are you are you really going to rob a grave? Are you so desperate you're going to? And you're like, no. And it's like, like you decide not to and you starve the end. And you're like, well. <laughs> Alright, this is the final question of the regular round. Paradise. Choose your own adventure. I'm sorry, that's a Harry Potter oh. fan fiction by Dylan Pidge. An all-expense-paid trip to a tropical island? Count Hogwarts' eighth year in. But Draco has more planned for Harry than just a simple vacation. This is the story of Draco wooing Harry in paradise. Hey, that one I would read. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay. Uh, I'm a, a Hako shipper. <laughs> is that Hako? Hako. Dreary. Dreary? Dreary. Hiko. Dracorary. Hiko sounds good. All right, you ready for the lightning round? Away <laughs> from home. Uh, choose your adventure. Nope, that's fan fiction by uh. Zori Z0R3YO. Her hands trembled as she strode to the Gryffindor table, glancing back once where her old friend now sat on the opposite end of the Great Hall. Given the choice, Alicia McKinnon would not have joined the house best known for the reckless. Uh. Gamble. Choose your adventure. I'm sorry, that's Harry Potter fan fiction Dang. by Matrix Affiliate. Lily is out of milk and whinging about it on Twitter, so obviously James has to bring her milk, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. It's that's a one a shot. Story? Yeah, it says. What's uh, a one shot? Does a that James mean one Lily- sentence? Yeah, no, it's just a short, you know, just a, it's not an ongoing tale. A James Lily okay. fluff story, one shot, rated T. Oh, fluff story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Mystery of the Sacred Stones. Okay, but they did not have Twitter. When Lily in, and this, James in this one shot Harry. fun time fluff story, they have Twitter. Okay, I'm all about the fan fiction, but you gotta respect like the at least the timeline. Also, you're of the you're canon. assuming they're talking about the website Twitter.com, where these are wizards, and they may have had a thing called Twitter way before that website. Sure, sure, sure. That's like birds. <laughs>
Yeah. Although they would have called it hoot hoot because they're all about they love owls. They like owls. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery of the sacred stones. Harry Potter. No, that's choose your own number seven. Yeah. Mystery of the secret room. Harry Potter. That's choose your own number sixty-three. <laughs> Mystery of age. Harry Potter. Very well done by Teddy yes. Longlong. Someone is in for a huge surprise on Christmas Day, which has nothing to do with Christmas. That's all we get? That's all we, we do get some other things that I don't understand. Completely AU, alternate universe maybe? Partly OOC, oh. out of character maybe? De-aging, No, no, abuse. no, Order of the Kenix. Dursley, sick, Harry, Dumbledore bashing. So I don't know what <laughs> that means. Dursley, sick, But it, a lot of it sounds bad. Don't, I don't love the Dumbledore bashing. That sounds... That's not... I mean, he's... Well, he has, he has it coming a little bit, but... Yeah, okay. Uh, fate set right. Harry Potter. That's right, by Milterfried. Time turners are dangerous devices, and awful things happen to wizards and witches who meddle with time, or do they? An accident leads her, that leads Hermione back in time changes the course of nearly a dozen lives. Her own included love where there was none before, hope where it was lost, trust where it has always been suspect, a young Gryffindor girl that wouldn't have existed before. I'm pretty sure that's Cursed Child. Oh, is that just what that is? I'm pretty sure that is the <laughs> plot summary of Cursed oh, Child. Oh, well, spoiler. <laughs> so uh, what might have been... Mm, that's a color. That's right. It's brown. <laughs> it's no, that's brown. a Harry Potter, definitely. That's right, by KMJ, 1989. November 1, 1981, the day Petunia Dursley, nay Evans, had her world turned upside down. With the death of her... Death of her is, should I not be reading all these in the lightning round? With the death <laughs> no, of her sister and brother-in-law, she is left in the guardian, as the guardian of her nephew. Her husband, Vernon, refuses to accept Harry, so Petunia packs up and leaves, taking Harry and her son Dudley. This is the story of how she got to that point, but mostly it's the story of two sisters. I like that. That's cool. I'm right. intrigued by that. Magic that's Master. That's Harry Potter because he's nope, the Magic that's Master. That's Choose Your Own Adventure 122. No, Harry Potter the is mag- the Magic Master. <laughs> the Magic Path. So clearly you're wrong. The, the Magic, magic Path. path. Choose Your Own Adventure. That's right. That's Young Reader number 26. I'm digging into Young Readers just so you know. The <laughs> Magic of the Unicorn. That's uh, Choose Your Own Adventure. That's right. Number 51. The Evil Wizard. That's a Choose Your Own Adventure. That's right, Young Reader 22. The Enchanted Attic. That's a Harry Potter. That's incorrect. Young Reader number Dang. 52. <laughs> Go on. Dragons. Choose Your Own Harry. That's right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it a Harry? Younger Reader 16. I'm going to give it to you. The Dragon's okay. Den. Choose Your Own Adventure. That's correct, number 33. Yes. Great job. You did whatever. I didn't keep track of any of it. I'm going to have to listen. <laughs> I didn't do great. I did about half and half, maybe. Probably less. That was a fun one, though, because it got me all excited about Harry Potter. Harry Potter is hot right now. He's all over Target. Have you been to Target? No. Why is he all over Target, do you think? I don't know. I think they're just trying to get people pumped because there's a new movie coming out, so they're like, remember Harry Potter? Oh, that's right. He's yeah, got all these new Harry Legos. Potter. He's got uh Speaking of remember Harry Potter... I yeah. saw a tweet about, somebody tweeted or something, maybe it was on Reddit or something, but somebody was saying like, oh, one day they're going to reboot the Harry Potter movies and we're all going to be mad about it. And I was like, they are going to reboot the Harry, they're going to redo all the Harry Potter movies and I'm going to watch them. Oh yeah, I've thought about that many times. I'm oh, excited I'm just, about I'm, that. I'm new to the subject. I started thinking about the remakes of the Harry Potter movies, like halfway through the original Harry Potter movies. Not because I wanted them real bad necessarily, but just because I knew it would happen someday and I got excited about it. Don't that. you think they should do a series next, like a ridiculous. Yes. I think they should do a prestige, lasting. like 10 episodes, like seven seasons. 
Yeah, seven, ten, ten episode episodes seasons. Season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe even, yeah. Okay, all right, good. I'm glad we settled that. Great job on the quiz. Contact us, Hollywood. You can <laughs> find us at, at Finish It Pod. Just go ahead and DM Directly us, message us. And we will Chris tell Columbus. you. We will tell you again what we just said. We haven't written anything down, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't have an idea for writing a script. But we will repeat what we just said uh, in this recorded broadcast uh, for you, one to one, I guess. Our only demands are that Matt is going to play Peeves the ghost. That's right. And I'm going to play Ron Weasley. And sometimes I'm going to play Ron Weasley. We'll divide we'll it up. Turns. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Or if you could do a, like a thing where you cut our cut us in half, and one half is Matt, and one half is me, then that way we can do the whole both do the whole thing, and we won't get like you know jealous of each other. Yeah, <clears throat> like just do the thing where you hold a mirror right in the middle of your face, and it divides your yeah. face, but somehow Chris is on the other side of it, and I'm on the I'm on one side of it. <laughs> yeah, you guys just... are Hollywood, so you'll figure it out, and you're gonna love what you see. <laughs> we always deliver. <laughs> So, last you saw me, we were both waiting in the cave, but it was getting chilly. So, I decided, instead of braving the freezing wind, I decided to seek shelter, which I knew was going to take me to Medieval Splashtown. Yeah, Medieval Splashtown. But I was just, like, really hoping that there was something else to do. And so, I I fall down through the rocks. I land in a splashy lake and a ridiculous knight and horse. Yeah. Right up enough to make me laugh. That's <laughs> Which, always as we know reaction. now, is dangerous and a terrible thing to do <laughs> in that situation. Uh, he calls me cleaner than a pig. He almost falls off his horse because he's laughing so hard. Again, we're just both just chortling it up. Um, he asks, asks me to come back to the castle. I wasn't sure there. I knew mm-hmm. that we had done the castle a few times. Yep. There's probably still more stuff to do there, but... maybe. I had only gone back once. I had only said no once, I think. So I decided to do that. Okay. So I declined his invitation. Yeah. And I did not remember where this was going to bring me. So he says, fine, go to it. Take care to keep your business drier than yourself. So I was happy to read that again. Uh, And then I search around and I find a tunnel leading underground, which says, turn to page 61, which that number sounded really familiar. Oh, yeah. Do you know why 61 sounds so familiar? Is this uh? Ooh, ooh. Oh, okay, ooh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, ladies, it's Nick Tyler time. I've been wondering how to get back to there. Ah, Friendly, cool. good-natured Birch Boy from down on Birch Street. He just smells like candles and soap. The best <laughs> in the colonies. <laughs> so but I still I understand it's beeswax and it smells like the wrong end of something. <laughs> Well, everything smelled horrible back then. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't understand how the first thing you notice when you come out in some of these time periods isn't the smell. Because <laughs> you know some of these time periods just reeked. Yeah. Um, you come out of the tunnel and you instantly start vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> the smell hits you like a bag of dead things. <laughs> Only it feels like you can't get the bag off of your face. (laughs) You learn to live with this feeling. It's a wonderful time to be alive. Um, So, yeah, I come out of the tunnel. I I find a lake. I find a lovely boy named Nick Tyler doing some fishing. And I have the first choice with Nick Tyler, which is tell him that I come from a future time or try to make up a story. Right. 
And at this point, I was pretty sure I was definitely going to get something that already happened. Yeah. But I went with making up a story because okay, cool. I felt like I hadn't done that as much. Yeah. So I make up a believable story about where the heck I came from. So he believes and it? And he does not believe it. So maybe it wasn't Wait. that believable a story and somebody should have written that sentence different. <laughs> yeah, that's a really cheap move, isn't it? Yeah. Like, why not just say make up a story about where you're from? Why say believable? It's like you get the experience points for making up a believable story, but he just rolled better than you. Gotcha. Okay. So I still, just I can still feel check. like I did still a good, a good job. story. You weren't like, uh, I'm from down the street. I live in your house. I'm a tree. And he was like, that's not a believable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live in my house and you're not a tree. Um, so I make up a story. He doesn't believe it at all. He walks away while I'm talking to him. Ugh. Later in the day, a big stupid guard. Uh, oh, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> I, st- I skipped ahead. <laughs> Once he's out of sight, I just start walking around. I just start wandering and uh, quickly get arrested by a constable uh, and then and then put in jail. And later in the day, a big stupid looking guard comes to bring me soup and bread. And uh, Oh, right. Oh, gosh. He hands me some food and looks at me curiously. And he says, they say you're in league with the devil, he says. Is it so? And then my options here are tell him that I'm innocent, which is what I did the first time right. I came to this timeline. The other option is try to run past the guard and escape. Nice. And I'm feeling good now because I know I haven't done that before. Right. So I'm like, all right, 111. I'm going to try and run past the guard and escape. And I definitely expect the guard to just grab me and stab me over and over and over and like try yep. to watch and see if the devil comes out of my wounds. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Whoa. New page. The guard is too startled and maybe even too afraid to stop you as you dart past him and out of the jailhouse. Yep, that tracks. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I run down the street as fast as I can. Uh, when I stop to catch my breath, a thin bearded man pulls up next to me. Pulls you up? Seem to, yeah, pulls up next to me. Well, he says, it says driving a coach. <laughs> driving a coach. Okay. He's in a coach. <laughs> he says, you seem to be in some trouble. Can I be of help? My boy. Um, too tired to make up any story. I tell him everything that's happened to me. Everything? Uh, You're not that tired. The whole... <laughs> um, he's very excited by my story, and he takes me to a tavern where I have my first good meal since I left Red, left Red Creek Ranch. Uh, host doesn't eat much. He's pale and has a bad cough. Continue to the next page. So I'm excited there wasn't a, the end at that point. When I finish recounting my tale, he says, It is strange that we have met. I have tuberculosis, and no doctor in Boston can help me. My only hope. Wow. <laughs> my only hope. <laughs> What's his only hope, man? That he meets somebody from the future and knows how to cure tuber- tuberculosis? Yeah, but this is a child, so his only hope See, is to reach a future time. Okay. I, I think it's my only hope, too, you say. If we help each other, the old man says, I think we can oh, find gosh. our way back to your time. Oh, my I new time, he replies. <laughs> <laughs> Two of you shake hands on it and set out on your quest the next day at sunrise. Together, you are successful in finding your way to the present time. Your friend from the past what? is cured with the help of modern medicines. What? And later becomes a history teacher who is known throughout the country for his amazing knowledge of life in colonial America. <laughs> The end. So, your boy straight saved a life. You took a lot of risks there going off with that man a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, I really did not expect that to end well. Even the picture of him is very, 
He looks very for, suspect. For any little boys listening to this podcast, That's if you not tell if you tell a man that you are from the future, and he and immediately believes you and says, "Let's go back to the future." Wait, is this the plot of? Let's go. I'll go back. Let's go. Take me to the cave. Don't do it. Don't take that guy to the cave. You can't trust that guy. No. If he, if you tell an old man a story about how you're in trouble and alone, and he's excited to take you with him, yeah. Anyway, that's a bad. That's not the situation you want to be in. Yeah, it is very similar to the movie Back to the Future. I wonder if they ganked that right off this book. Yeah, they must have. But yeah, found her way back to the future. Pretty good. Got him to some doctors. Saved a life. Probably doesn't have health insurance, so that's. And he's on a teacher's salary, so I mean. Well, like it's tuberculosis. How do you cure tuberculosis? Is it penicillin? Like Whoa. it's it's probably not much. In nineteen seventy nine, you probably get that for seven dollars. Hey, let me look up. Is let that me, true? I'm gonna find out right now. Actually, if it's true, this might. And if it turns out to be like this really intense bummer, we'll just cut the whole thing right out. No, let's podcast. make everybody listen to this. Ooh, okay. Some of the Google searches for this were were pretty terrible. Yeah. How to cure tuberculosis at home. How to t- cure tuberculosis oh, no. without medicine <laughs> oh, no. in a natural way by yoga. Oh, Google. Wait, is there no... no? Yeah, it's a bacteria, so you just take... All right, it's a combination of different drugs. Oh, well, here, during the 1979 to 94, there was a TB resurgence. Oh. Probably because of this guy. Because of this guy. Brought it back, brought this super tuberculosis uh, back to the future from colonial it is, times. It is, it is something with a cure, though. Because for a second, I was like, whoa, wait, if, what if it wasn't? <laughs> and this kid just, he just didn't know that we didn't have a cure yet. And they get back to his, that would be a very sad, bad ending. They'd be like, wow, oh, gosh. Yep. <laughs> I really thought, you know, I did, it didn't, it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> I was so hungry. <laughs> And the food at the tavern was so good. So I think that's a pretty excitingly epic ending. But again, yeah, just a just a little tidbit right on the end of uh, a, a branch that we had already done, which is kind of the same with yours, which I think might be the situation with a lot. But I think we're going to get some fun surprises. On well, there are definitely going to be surprises. I don't think... That was a real surprise right there. I, we made some predictions that we haven't talked about in a long time. Yeah, and I, yeah, I don't think we've hit hardly any of them. <laughs> no, no, no. We only hit like one. these endings the... are very, very difficult to predict. <laughs> and and I think that's to uh, Edward Packard's credit that like I have we haven't seen any robots, we haven't seen any like cowboys, we haven't seen the real standard stuff. It's more right. Creative. It's more bring a teacher from the past to the future and cure his <laughs> disease, and he better's the lives of students. So he can wow everybody with his thorough really? knowledge of <laughs> colonial America. Do you think that's the worst when he's at conventions and people are like debating things that they've never quite been able to figure out about colonial America? And like he knows he's right, but nobody agrees with him, but he can't say, I lived there. He just right. has to be like, Ugh. it's a frustrating situation for a teacher at a conference. <laughs> What are some other frustrating situations for teachers at conferences? <laughs> I would say like if you if you forgot your glasses. Yeah, yeah, or like if you're signing in and they just have those little golf pencils, but there's oh, yeah. like one there's like one left and it's broken. It doesn't yeah. have a tip. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's yeah. that's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> you get there and there's a teacher with the same name as you and they're you find out that they're Ugh. pretty well known. Yeah, but they they took your name tag <laughs> and you actually have uh you have you have higher position like they actually their position isn't as good as yours so like right. the little job on on your name tag that you have to wear is actually wrong and you're like, yeah. "No, well actually I'm a I'm a ad- advancement coordinator." Yeah, so you can't even get into the VIP, VP. Yeah, you don't have your VP, VIP badge. <laughs> it's a vice principal, very important principal, very important <laughs> very principal. VIP, badge. VIP, VP. <laughs> <laughs> very important vice principal. <laughs> VIP, VP. Um, very right, important okay. potential vice principal. <laughs> Thank you uh, for joining us on these exciting journeys today. Uh, Matt, if you didn't see Matt did make a awesome SoundCloud for Finish It. Oh, yeah. That has all of the music that we write for all of our segments. Um, so you can jam out. You can do your, your own. Jam uh, out? Is that a thing? <laughs> that's a, no, that's I not don't. a thing you should say. That's <laughs> <laughs> not, not. Sometimes, you know, it's. <laughs> Podcast magic is unpredictable. It's just like, you know, you're riding pure adrenaline and you don't. <laughs> you're so tired. You're sweating so hard. So you're still hot trying and to sleepy think of like frustrating situations for teachers at conferences. Not okay. For the podcast, you get into the fun. big. <laughs> you get into the big conference, the only yeah. one you're excited about, and there's no seats left, and there's a lot of people standing, and they seem fine with it, and you're like, well, what am I going to stand? This thing's an hour long. Yeah. And you have to stand the whole time. Yeah. And you had breakfast, and it was a free breakfast, and it was okay, but then you look at your shirt like six hours into the day, and you realize you have a grease stand, and you're like, from yeah. the hash browns? And it's from the hash browns. And it's from the and hash browns. it's been browns. there all day, and you've talked to like 20 people. Yeah, it's not ketchup or anything, but it's a really noticeable. It's definitely, yeah, it's just a little round. It's not coming off. Yep, it's your favorite shirt because it was if it was the most important day of the conference. So that's right. (laughs) Oh, it's just a real cluster jam. (laughs) All right, everybody. (laughs) Real, real clam bake. If you have any more ideas for frustrating situations for teachers at conferences, uh, go ahead and um, shoot them at us at uh, at finish it pod. We're all up on that Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Instagram. <laughs> and we're on... Fire. Fingers. Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'm trying to predict Fingers. the next cool net. website. We point you to the places on the web. <laughs> Using our fingers. <laughs> dot net. All right. Uh, until next week, everybody. Uh, t- take care to keep your business drier than yourself. Clam is vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Way to raunch it up. 